Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good evening, folks. It's uh, time for our Thursday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories here in Richmond. But today I'm going to try something a little bit different. Um, as you know, for the last several days, we've been talking about and doing all the, the latest details with what's been going on with the uh, shooting incident, the, the triple fatal shooting incident at uh, the University of Virginia. Um, and you may not know because we've been so focused on the Virginia story that there was a very similar incident that actually occurred uh, right outside the University of Idaho in, uh, in is it Moscow? Do I have that correct? Or is there, or am I Mos- mispronouncing that? Moscow. Moscow. So uh, in Moscow, Idaho. And with me is uh, Sean, uh, Sean Goodwin. He is a service journalist at the Idaho Statesman, which is actually located in Boise. Um how far is uh, is uh, the university from Boise? Yeah, it's about, say, a five, five-hour, 15 drive. Um, so, yeah, the university is up in the Panhandle, and uh, we're down in the southwest part of the cities. Okay, so, yeah, we're about an hour and a half from, mm-hmm. from, uh, from Charlottesville here in Richmond, but you guys have been uh, covering it very closely. Um, sort of update us what what happened with this incident at uh, the University of Idaho and and what is the latest because we like I said we've been totally focused on this uh, incident mm-hmm. at UVA yeah of course so this happened or this broke on a Sunday around noon around noon uh, mountain time so 11 a.m Pacific time uh, the panhandle of Idaho is actually Pacific so there's been a little bit of an issue with the time difference um but yeah, so essentially, I wish it was as clear course as what you guys have been dealing with at the University of Virginia. In uh, the Sparknote version, you know, obviously it's been several days now, was uh, forced using, the police were called originally to a house for an unconscious body. Uh, so they're showing up expecting to find an unconscious individual. Uh, they show up to find four dead bodies at his house. Uh, no idea of, you know, who, uh, how it happened, why it happened. Uh, was it made as a suicide? Was it a killer? Uh, it's still very unclear. Police are being very, very tight-lipped. Um, but essentially, we've got to the point now several days later where police have been, Moscow police, uh, Idaho State Police, and now the FBI is involved as well, um, going around local uh, local stores. I'm pretty sure it was a knife crime um, or a, a sharp-edged weapon, as they called it. Uh, and yeah, so they don't have any suspects yet. At least they've not told us they have any suspects. Um, they've repeatedly said that there was no threat to the community. Uh, but yesterday has a press conference saying they cannot confirm that now. And as of today, as of Thursday afternoon, um, investigation is still ongoing. Um, it's not being labelled a murder. Um, it's still homicide with, you know, a Big difference between just a homicide, which could be manslaughter, voluntary, involuntary, compared to murder. Uh, so that's kind of like a sparkling version of what we've got so far. Under, understood. And, and they really haven't, like you said, discussed any any motive or anything? Because, I mean, I, I'm assuming since they don't have a suspect, they really mm-hmm. can't tie down a motive at this point. Exactly. Um, they've said, uh, 
get interviewing or get, um, you know, uh, interrogating all suspects, uh, get keeping all of your options open. Uh, but we've not been told anything of who specifically you're looking out for. Uh, one of the interesting points, I guess, is, you know, we're telling the people of Moscow to, to be vigilant, look out for anything suspicious. They've not told anyone any sort of description on who it could be, you know, male, female, height, hair, race, nothing. Um, so it's whether the police don't know or whether they do know something and they're keeping a very tight lip. Uh, it's, it's so open for interpretation still at this point. And we're trying to get together all the facts we can as possible. Uh, but like I said, it's not quite clear course as what you guys have had in Virginia. No, I understood. Was this was this just off? I mean, just off campus. This is not on campus because the, the, the UVA incident actually gotcha. literally occurred on, on what they term the grounds. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, was this where was this in relation to the University of Idaho? Yeah, so it was just off campus. I mean, the nearest campus bills and you know, a couple of hundred yards away. Um, essentially, the location that happened on the uh, it was the eleven hundred block of King Rose. Um, it's there's a bunch of Greek life. I think it's ten sororities um, that are at the University of Idaho, and a lot of the overflow from those houses it goes onto this this block, this street, and it's a bunch of Greek life people. So, just off campus, so you know, it wasn't specifically on the grounds. Um, but all four shoes and stuff were found there, as were university shoes and so. Uh, yeah, it was right there, just not on the grounds itself. Were, were they all female or male and female? Um, what was the breakdown? Yeah, so the breakdown was uh, three females and one male. Um, all three females lived at a house. Uh, from what we've been told right now, uh, there were five females who lived in this house. Uh, three of them uh, got killed, all lived there. And then there was also one male who was the boyfriend of one of the girls. Um, so just for names, there was uh, Kaylee Goncalves and Madison Moden. Um, they've been best friends for a long time, you know, before the university. And then a girl called Zana Kenoodle um, and then Ethan Chapman. Those two were dating. And those are the two who, um, yeah, those are the other two basically to make up the four. Uh, understood. So taking a, a broader look at this, obviously the, the UVA story has been national news and maybe we, I'm ultra focused on it because, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, we've been covering it. Has there been a sense uh, from, from you covering it there um, that the Idaho story has sort of gotten lost in, unfortunately, what has happened here? Um, I'm sure it has to a certain extent. Um you know, at least when I look at, you know, CNNs and News Nation and all that, there's still obviously mentioning the, the, uh, the homicides here. Uh, but especially with getting things to University of Virginia, it's three football players as well. So then you've got the whole sports world looking at those killings as well, which is a big part of it. Bigger university, uh, more populated part of the country as well, uh, in Idaho, of course. So, yeah, I, I'd definitely say... You know, just from what I've seen, there's so much attention on the uh, uh, University of Virginia killings. But at least up here in the Northwest, you know, there's still plenty, plenty of attention here. No, I understand. And, and is is the University of Idaho sort of like UVA or, you know, where you went, Kansas, or, or where I went, Mizzou, where, where we all, um, where, you know, basically everyone in the state knows somebody who went mm. or has a tie to the university in some way, shape or form? Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing as well with Moscow, it's a town of 26,000 people. Half of that population is the university students. You know, they go home for summer and the, the population of the city halves. 
So it's not just that, like there was a, a police officer there who I think he says he's worked there 27 years. Uh, and, you know, he's he's lived for his whole life. And I have co-workers who graduated from the University of Idaho. So I think you also have to mention as well, and like this is at least from the records we've looked back, um, like the largest single homicide incident, people, you know, dying in a single incident in recent state's history. So it's completely shook the state because there's nothing in anyone's recent memory that comes close to this. Yeah, and, and truth be told, I mean, yes, this is a big incident in Charlottesville, but if you say Charlottesville, people already, you know, think of, of a story from a couple of years ago that we don't necessarily need to, to yeah. repeat discussions about. Um, and, you know, I, I sort of lost the, the next question I was going to ask, but I guess what talk about a little bit the difficulties in covering a story. You mentioned that that, that the university is five hours away. Talk about the difficulties in, in, in dealing with that. I know we've had difficulties in handling a story that is an hour and a half away. I can't imagine trying to cover that from, from five hours away. Yeah, so we sent one reporter up there, Angela Palermo, for those interested. So she's on the ground. Uh, you know, she's talking to local store owners, university students, people who, you know, I mean, are directly affected by this just from living right there. Um, but yeah, the rest of us, um, myself, Kevin Fixler, Sally Cruxig, and Mia Maldonado are kind of the five of us. Um, the rest of us are here in Boise still. So a lot of what we're doing is, yeah, it's, it's reaching out either Moscow Police Department, um, Azo State Police, local agencies around Moscow, it's just reaching out over phone, email, and um, you know, there's things we can do like reaching out to family members and close family friends, which we've been doing. And you know, I guess for something like that, it doesn't really matter where you are in the state. But yeah, of course, it, it's not something that you know, God forbid, it ever happens at Boise State. That's where I mean, I live about a mile from Boise State. That would be a, a lot easier for the newspaper to cover. Um, so, yeah, it does bring its difficulties, of course, and we're lucky to be able to even send one reporter up there. Yeah, no, understood. And, and you mentioned Boise State. One of the things here that we're seeing, and, and part of it is is sports related, uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, outreach from, you know, Virginia Tech and, you know, VCU, which is located here in Richmond and the University of Richmond, sort of offering help, you know, messages of support. Are you seeing something similar from, from Boise State and the other schools in Idaho as well? Yeah, so uh, Boise State, uh, tonight at 5pm, they're holding a vigil. Um, so that's happening here up in Coeur d'Alene, um, which is about half an hour north of Moscow. Uh, no university there, but they've got a vigil up there as well. Um, I believe Washington State University in Pullman, which, I mean, that's a 10-15 minute drive just on the Washington side of the state border. 10-15 um, minute drive from Moscow, that is. Um, I don't know if they're doing anything specific, but I'm sure they are. Um, you know, it's just down the road. So, yeah, you are seeing, you know, the state pulling together and the sports side of it as well. Uh, you know, there was a basketball game at University of Idaho. There was a volleyball game this week. Um, that, those are free to go to. Uh, students, family, um, you know, just alumni, anyone can go to those games for free, which is super cool. Um, and like I say, you know, it's... I understand people are grieving. Uh, this can be a, a chance just to come together, maybe distract yourself and, you know, watch the school basketball and volleyball teams. So that, that's at least been cool to see as well. Yeah, no, I understood completely. Um, if people want to uh, read more, see more, um, 
you know, find out more about this, where, where should they go uh, with your newspaper, your website, you know, to mm-hmm. get, to get more information under, under, you know, understanding there may be paywalls or things along that line, but uh, where should they go for more information? Yeah. So what we are doing actually is any, uh, any story related to the incidents we're taking from behind the paywall. Um, so it's idahostatesman.com. Any, anything related to this, no paywall, you'll be able to read it. Um, outside of that, you know, obviously Twitter accounts. So, you know, Sean Goldwyn, ID, uh, Sally Cruxig, Kevin Fixler, all those journalists I've mentioned. Um, we are all working on this and, you know, it's, I'm sure we'll continue doing so for the foreseeable future because it doesn't look like this is going to, you know, end anytime soon. <laughs> And I can promise you, if you if you follow Sean, uh, you probably get some World Cup stuff uh, uh, along with it as the as the story continues on. It's the, the World Cup starts this weekend, so you know. Um, but uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it because I really thought that it'd be you know be nice to to give people something about this story. You know, right, you know obviously it has clear parallels to to mm-hmm. what happened at the at the University of Virginia. But because we've been able to do so little with it, I thought it, this would be the perfect format to be able to give people a little bit of. Uh, more information. So I do appreciate you, uh, you coming on yep. and being willing to do this. So this has been the uh, Thursday evening edition of its news to us. Again, uh, we didn't do so much uh, local news, but wanted to give you a different story, a different, uh, different chance to, to learn something about uh, something else going on in the country. So uh, for Sean, I'm Matt Demline, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, guys again tomorrow. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 